And welcome back down on the floor of the Hawks Championship Center. We just heard from the newest football coach, the 31st head football coach for the Cornhuskers, Matt Rule. And Damon Benny, we're going to cut him loose here in just a couple of minutes. Uh, he's got to get somewhere else. But uh, your thoughts of what we just heard? Oh, I thought he was outstanding. Uh, just his ability to command presence in the room. And I like some of the key things that he said about, obviously, I gravitate towards winning with toughness. Uh, that's one of the things that really stuck out with me because he kept coming back to it. And I think the other thing is, is that he has a process. There's a way in which he wants to build this program. And he's had success doing it. I was, I was impressed, very impressed. Surprised that he didn't allow more talk about who the staff is, or is he okay to keep that under wraps for now? I think he's okay there. Just, you know, you have to respect the staff that's here now just as an adult. He's a person-to-person -person guy, and you don't know what you're getting with that staff in terms of insight, who, you know, who may be good or have attention to detail in specific areas. And, you know, I have a couple of guys that I think he sees from afar that he wants to maybe bring over. So I think that combination is, is a fine line to navigate, but I'm okay with how he handled it today. A lot of talk about the line of scrimmage. That'll probably go over well. Yeah, I think that's the only way you can win in this league. Uh, Ohio State figured it out. Flash and dash is good, and having skill is great, even a great quarterback. But their inability to control Michigan at the line of scrimmage has ultimately been the difference the last two years. We've seen it with Iowa. We've seen it with Wisconsin. Uh, it's how the West will be won. And if you want to think big, it's got to start up front. Big week coming up, right? I mean, there's a lot to do in the next seven days for this guy. Yeah, between the staff and recruiting and having a, a game plan to meet with your coaches and kids, it's a lot going on. But he appears to kind of have it mapped out in his head. You can tell by how he talks that he's definitely got a plan. All right. Good work, good work today. Let's, uh, let's hope for some better days ahead. Absolutely. There he is, Damon Benning with us as we continue coverage of the press conference. Matt Rural being named the new head football coach of the Cornhuskers here inside the Hawks Championship Center. Well over 400 people in attendance for this. They had 200 chairs set up, and there were at least another 200 people that were lined up to, uh, to hear from the new head football coach of the Cornhuskers. Again, twice a head coach at the collegiate level, first at Temple, then at Baylor and then most recently in Carolina in the National Football League to run the Panthers program. And um, a lot of talk about his relationship with Trev Alberts and, and Ted Carter and Ronnie Green. And Jessica Cooney now joins me along with the new head coach of the Cornhuskers, Matt Rule. Greg Sharp with you. Nice to meet you. What's going through your mind right now? What, what are your emotions? Uh, well, what's going through my mind is where am I supposed to be next? <laughs> and uh, just emotionally, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm excited to get here. You know, it's been, uh, as I said, these guys did a great job. It's been a, it's been a long, thorough search. Um, um, and uh, uh, just the last, even the last 48 hours. So to get here and have my kids see it and just this turnout, the fan support has been amazing. I think if uh, if anything was that was great just to kind of calm all of our nerves, it was just seeing uh, you know the, the 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 turnout today. Yeah, what has your family thought about all the fans and everybody that's here to support you guys today? I think uh, Leona, my youngest, you know, she, when she when she saw the cheerleader, she felt great, and uh, my son was excited to see the facilities, and so uh, and then uh, Vivi was just excited for you know just everything. So they, um, it was good for them. You know, you go to the NFL, it's just a little bit different. You know, it's a little bit more you know kind of uh, transactional, and, and to get back on a college campus uh, is great. And then, but we've never been. Uh, you know, with, with support of this magnitude. So this is this has been wonderful. Matt, we're always want to know who we're working for. How important was it to have a guy like Trev, former player, knows the ins and outs of college football? I was. I mean, it was vital. I've, I've learned that you have to have a great partner. I mean, this isn't this isn't me. This isn't uh, you know. This is us. This is a tremendous partnership. Um, and as you said, you know, he he knows everybody here. Uh, he can connect me to 
all the right things. He can help me be a problem solver. Uh, but he has a, he's a guy with vision. You know, when he asked me the questions, I was like, wow, this guy gets it. Like, I think you can tell a lot in the interview process based upon the questions you're asked. And uh, I can tell that Tre Trev and I are very like-minded. You've talked a lot about toughness. Everybody that knows your program and your culture, toughness is one of the first words that comes up. Where does that come from, and why was that such an important part of, of the culture that you want to build at every stop you've been? You know, um, it's, it's how I was raised. Uh, you know, my dad was a high school coach. My uncle's in the Pennsylvania High School Football Coaches Hall of Fame. Um, play, having to play, you know, walk on a play for Coach Paterno, that was kind of instilled in us. And, you know, as, as a young coach, sometimes you start to lose that way. You know, you, you think it's all X's and O's and this scheme and that scheme. And um, as I got going at Temple, I realized, you know what, if I want to win, you know, we, we've got to block and tackle better than the other people. We've got to be a physical team. And uh, I think you do that, your team wins. And the great thing is your players, um, they become better players as a result. Coach, we're inside the Hawks. There's a lot of great, impressive numbers on the walls. National championship, Heisman Trophy winners. But it's been a while. So how do you merge the great past with the reality of where it is right now? I think you look back at the past and you say, okay, you know, how did this happen? Well, it was great players, great coaches, great alignment, great leadership, everybody working together. And you say to yourself, you know, hopefully my staff and I, we can be great coaches. We have to, you know, develop the guys on the team and go get great players. And we're lucky to have great leadership. And so when I felt that alignment, I said, you know what? I think uh, the University of Nebraska has the alignment that it needs to get back to where it's supposed to be. How do you get guys to buy in to what you and your staff are trying to implement here? You know, I, I think the, the buying in is, is, on, is on their end, not ours. I think what we have to do is we have to be... Uh, uh, relational. We have to explain why. We have to be uh, patient with guys. I mean, these young people nowadays, man, they're dealing with a lot of anxiety, a lot of stress. What's the new coach going to be like? What's my role? How do I fit? And so I just think the more time we spend with players, uh, the better off we are. And um, you know what? I, I just always believe just be yourself. And if it's right for somebody, it's right. If it's not right for somebody, then it isn't. But um, more guys than not will, I think, embrace the way that we do things. And uh, when they see the results, hopefully it'll make it more guys buy in. How anxious are you to take the coat and tie off and get to work? <laughs> this is, yeah, this is the longest I've worn a coat in a while. So <laughs> I, uh, I can't wait to put a sweatshirt on and, and, and some sneakers and start watching some tape. Congratulations. Great to have you here. Can't, can't wait to get this thing cranked up. Thank you so much. Thanks, Coach. Matt Rule with us here in our continuing coverage of the Nebraska's announcement of their 31st head football coach and Matt Rule. We've got some more distinguished guests about to make their way in. Uh, the president of the University of Nebraska, Ted Carter, joins us now. Congratulations. Big yeah. day, big day, right? What a great day for Husker Nation and really the entire state of Nebraska. This is a, this is a landmark occasion. Coach Rule talked a lot about how you guys go way back, even yeah. before this search. What was your initial impression of Coach Rule? Well, he's exactly what you saw today. The guy's authentic. Uh, he means what he says. And, uh, you know, the American Athletic Conference, when Navy joined after being an independent for well over 100 years, uh, it was fairly a tight group. I mean, the, the university presidents and the coaches got to meet once a year. And I still remember meeting Matt the first year he took over at Temple. And we had beaten Temple for years. And 2016 was the year that we uh, finally broke out. Uh, we were the West champion in the American Athletic. We had to play the East champion, which was Temple. And we were uh, number 19 in the country at the time. We'd beat Notre Dame that year. We beat number five, Houston. So, I mean, we were on our way to the Cotton Bowl. And Temple showed up and absolutely hit us in the face. Uh, we were a two-touchdown favorite. We lost by three touchdowns. And we lost to Army that year after 14 years in a row, and we lost our bowl game. So Temple did that, and that was Matt Rule. So Matt and I go back. We still remember that game with a certain level of fondness. 
and it was an easy connection for both of us as we were going through this process. You are now fully indoctrinated as a Husker, yeah. and you're fairly new to it. How did that maybe help you convey that and what this place is and the spirit and the fight that's here to win at football? Well, uh, you know, I'm three years in as the university president, finishing up my third year. And I think as you look at Matt's career, you know, there's some interesting similarities to the military. This guy's moved around a lot, had to build programs quickly. You know, that's something similar we do in the military. So I think Matt and I had this uh, common bond there. And he could look me in the eye and say, you chose Nebraska. And I said, yeah, and I love it here. I love the whole scene. I love all the athletics, uh, the fan base, no better than any place else in the country. Great legacy. But we're in a place now, as uh, you heard today, an intersection in our time. We want to get back to the level of greatness that we've come to enjoy over you know, the last decades. Uh, and Matt wants to be part of that. You obviously uh, are very familiar with toughness, right? Uh, how much do you like hearing that, the, the toughness? And he wants his teams to really embody that. For me, that sold me. That's the most important element. That's what culture is all about. I know Mickey was uh, infusing that into the team. I think that's why we won last this past weekend. But we've got to now have that every day, and we've got to have it uh, to a place where we can get and sustain this over the years. Um, you know, since the day Matt's been announced, the phones have been ringing off the hook. People all over the nation know how important it is for Nebraska football to be good because that makes college football good. And a lot of people want to be part of this now. It's exciting. You mentioned Mickey, your appreciation for the job he did the last two months. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I knew Mickey when he got here. Uh, I knew what he meant to the players and what he meant as a recruiter. Uh, it was a pretty easy decision once we made the decision to let Coach Frost go that Mickey would be the interim coach. Uh, and then, you know, after Oklahoma, tough situation, he comes back and wins a couple of games. And uh, I met him uh, and had private time with him. Uh, I can just tell you, Mickey is authentic. He is uh, genuine. He wants to be part of Husker Athletics. Uh, I, I hope there can be a, a way and hope that he'll feel uh, still part of this program because I think everybody wants him to still be part of it. What was your perspective of uh, how Trev Alberts handled the search and, and all of the process that went into getting Matt Rule here today? Now, I appreciate this because uh, I've said it publicly and I want to say it right here. Trev Alberts ran an incredible search. Uh, analytical, strategic, thoughtful. Um, and when he said that we picked Coach 1A, let me be clear about that. This was our number one choice. We had nobody turn us down. We had uh, a lot of options out there. And, uh, you know, picking these coaches is hard because you're going to deal with either another team, whether it be a college team or a pro team, uh, and uh, it was complicated. And Trev did a masterful job of keeping all the options open, even up to, and at the end of the day, as you all know, this was kept pretty quiet. Yeah. I mean, there were no leaks on this. And, you know, part of my job was not only helping him get to the final answer, but I have to keep all the Board of Regents involved. Uh, they uh, need to have that fiduciary and sometimes policy oversight. And uh, I was pretty open with the board, and there were no leaks from the board either. So it was really good. Well, congratulations. Enjoy the day. This is this is a celebratory day and the start of a new a new beginning. It's a new beginning, and uh, everybody should feel very hopeful, uh, op optimistic, and uh, as uh, Coach Rule just said, we should expect to win. Congratulations. Thank you. University President Ted Carter with us here on our continuing coverage of the press conference uh, today. Matt Rule as Nebraska's new head football coach. He took questions, Jessica, for about 20 minutes or so, and 
kind of got what I think we all expected. And the Mickey question came up, where's your staff trying to win in the Big Ten? I think Trev has failed because, remember, Trev said, I don't want to get a guy that wins the press conference. Well, he yeah. failed. He won the press conference You today. know, he talked about his dad was a, a minister, and I think you could tell he'd listened to a few sermons in his life, right? I mean, just, and again, I told you at the beginning that I had heard from a couple of people that worked with him when he was at Baylor and just how it's unbelievable how he gets people to buy in. And you can see that right there with, with how he delivered his messages right there at the press conference. And, you know, I think every, us, we want to know, well, what are you going to do with this? And, and what's this? And, and he's going to take it one day at a time. Yep. There's a lot to get done. He is meeting with the current players. you got to try to keep some of these players around. We, we talked about that. There's a good young core of talent that you'd probably like to, to build the foundation from, and you got to go recruit. you got to get your staff in place, oh, by the way. So a lot of things to get done, and, and I, he just seems so not overwhelmed by it. I would be so stressed out right now, but he's just not overwhelmed. He knows what he's doing. He's done this before. He knows what it takes, and one day at a time, and let me get this accomplished today. And, um, yeah, I think we'll find out as we go, and, and he's not going to rush anything just because – we all want to know what's going on. Well, it was a great day. And I, my phone was blowing up. People saying, man, is he smooth? Is he handling all these questions? And is he hitting all the right notes? And I think it was a great start for Matt Rule. He knows he has a lot of work to be done. I couldn't wait to ask him about ripping the tie off. Because I know girls like that, guys like that don't want to have a tie off. Yeah. They want to be in there sweats and get going and getting after it. Absolutely. You know, he is just chomping at the bit. And, and, and it is, it's funny to hear him talk about how there was no way he could have just taken a year off, right? I mean, he loves coaching. That's what his son had told him, that, you know, Dad, you got to go coach. And so, um, you know, this is what he does. And I also, too, I think he's probably appreciative get, to get back to the college game, you know? And we heard him talking about his time at the NFL and how that's going to make him a better coach. But I think you can just tell, and, and talking with a lot of the, play, the guys that we've talked to that are on the national level, that he's a college guy, right? And I think um, just seeing his excitement and his hunger to get going here. You can tell how much he loves it and is invested in these guys and wants to help develop them as players and as men. He's trying to get the attention of a governor-elect Pillen maybe to come over and say a few words with us if he wants to yes. see if Jim wants to come over. He's going to uh, grab him for us. Trev is being surrounded by the media. I don't know that we're going to get to Trev today, but uh, if Jim would come over, we'd get his thoughts about uh, a day. Of course, a former black shirt himself, Jim Pillen, and uh, his current board of regent, and we'll have to give that seat up when he's um, Put it inaugurated into the governor's mansion here in January, but uh, he's making his way over here. So we'll bring over the governor. The governor elect. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet We're you. live right now well, on the air, by the way. Governor elect. Well, I'll be here. <laughs> Your thoughts about what we just witnessed? Well, you know, it's an uh, exciting day. Uh, I thought that uh, Matt Rule's comments, any of us that ever put the helmet on, he uh, touched our hearts deeply from Bob Devaney to Coach Osborne. Authentic. Tough, hard work, Nebraska way, and physical football. Uh, that's any of us that had the privilege back in the Devaney Osborne era. That's what we did. And so, uh, touched my heart deeply, an extraordinarily authentic human being. Can't ask for more. As a leader yourself, how much do you believe in him as a leader? Uh, well, I've read a little bit and listened to a few different things uh, about Coach Rule, and uh, he's a humble guy, and he just calls it day by day right day by day and uh, when you uh, you have bad things happen uh, I thought it was pretty cool and he said you know when I got fired what I do next day I became a dad and I took my kids to school uh, that's what you do 
Governor-elect, I'm disappointed that there weren't more leaks. How about this search? <laughs> Nobody knew what was going on for weeks and weeks on end. How about that? Well, it's just kind of uh, led to, leads to the leadership to Trev and the leadership we have at the university. And uh, everybody's uh, lips were sealed and everybody worked really, really hard. And uh, that's the Nebraska way. Integrity, character, confidentiality, that was... It was uh, the way it's supposed to be. I told Jessica, Trev mentioned months ago he didn't want to hire a guy to win the press conference. I go, well, he failed. Because <laughs> Matt Rule, I thought, won the press conference today. Well, it's okay to win a press conference. It depends on what happens tonight and tomorrow and the day after and day by day. And uh, I would, uh, yeah, I think uh, we all have reason to feel good. At, uh, he, obviously, Matt can communicate. Relationships are really important. And, uh, you know, that's, that's the backbone of everything he's done in his career. And, uh, you know, that, that's, a, that's a big, big deal. And uh, with Nebraska fans, the best in the world, uh, I think he's going to, he found the fit, a fit for his family as well. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and he talked about how neat it was for his family to see the fans showing up to, to welcome him and his family and the, the people that are here, the former players. That's not surprising to you, I, I suppose. Well, you know, we are Nebraska, <laughs> right? And uh, there's no place in the country that sold that place out for 60 years now. It's uh, rather extraordinary, and uh, that's who we are. And it's, uh, it's uh, as I say, we're the greatest people on the planet, and we live in the greatest place on the planet. Good to see you. Congratulations yeah, you. on your new job, well, you and uh, we'll, we'll be in touch. All right, good to see you, Greg. Governor-elect Jim McPillan, nice current member of the Board of Regents, so he'll have to give that up here in the next 60 days to become governor. Trev is making his way over toward us. I'm going to recap a little bit about what Matt had to say during the press conference. He talked a lot about the line of scrimmage. He talked about kind of a daily process of moving through this. He understands the timelines that are coming up with the opening up of the recruiting period on Friday and with the transfer portal opening up a week from today, but he doesn't want to rush that. Those that there's a process and a step-by-step -step process that he has to take to make his way through all that. Uh, so those were some of the highlights that he had here today. And uh, Trev's gotten intercepted, didn't he? Yes. He, he got intercepted. He, he's chatting, but they said Seamus assured me that he's coming. Okay. So if anybody's going to make it happen, it's Seamus, right? Seamus is, is working on a lack of sleep. The basketball right? team got home about 2 a.m. last night from their win uh, in Orlando over Florida State. So, But Seamus is a rock. He can keep going. I mean, listen, I would not have made it through my first year without Seamus. Yeah. I mean, he just, like, when, when people would say, who is that? Why, why am I talking to her? He would just shove people at me and say, no, talk to her. you, you got to talk to her. So Seamus was a lifesaver my first year at Nebraska. Well, Matt Rule has, I think he's made his way up to do a hit on BTN. Yep. Those conference networks want to be a part of that as well. He's going to have a busy day. He's going to go meet with some former players. He's going to meet with some donors here in a little bit. And then I think tonight he probably does get to work. I think he probably does uh, jump in there and start uh, meeting with some more of the players, meeting with the current staff. thought it was interesting. He does want to sit down with current members of the staff to kind of get feedback from them, analyze whether they might be a good fit or not. He didn't make any promises, and I think that's pretty smart the way he handled that. He's a grinder, right? And he, he said that. Travis said that, said that that's what he wanted, someone that was going to get in here and grind. He said it. he's probably not going to sleep much. I, I truly believe that. He's going to do all of his due diligence. That's why he doesn't want to come out probably today and say, this is what I'm going to do with my staff, because he wants to make sure he's got the right people. And I don't think he's a, a coach, just from what we've seen in the past, that just brings, you know, the same people that he's worked with his entire career, right? He wants to get the people that are going to surround him to be successful here in this place. And so I think he's going to, yeah, ask the questions to some people in this current staff and, and see 
who wants to be a part of this and, and help sell this program. And then also, you got to recruit these current players, too, in addition to recruiting some of those high school kids as well. So a lot to be done. I really do believe him when he says he's probably not going to sleep much this week. Congratulations. <laughs> well, thank you. It uh, feels great. Um, remember the media just asked me that. And, yeah, we've this has been a long process, you know, and it's been tough. And there were days when it looked like it wasn't going to happen. And I was... Um, Distraught's a little strong, but but really disappointed because I felt like Matt Rule uh, all along was the perfect person, you know, for this program, and uh, he knows how to to build and rebuild, and he's adaptable. Um, what he built at Temple was way different than what he built at Baylor, and I think what he'll build here will look different than those two. Um, but I think he's a premier college coach, and we're uh, fortunate and blessed to have him as ours. In conversations that you had with him throughout this process, was there any one thing that really stood out to you that uh, you know you'll, you'll carry with you from from this whole process? You know, he he um, development. You know, very early on for him, it was all about development, and and it wasn't just developing football players. He talked about developing men and developing people. And you know, what resonated with me is in 1989 when Tom Osborne and Ron Brown sat in my house in Cedar Falls, Iowa, and told me that if I came to the University of Nebraska, they would develop me into the man that I could become. And it wasn't just a football player. There was a total vision around development and growth. And uh, a lot of the things that he was talking about seemed very familiar with me and, uh, and resonated with me. And so uh, I would say it's probably just the development piece. I mean, this to me has always been the premier development facility and, and program in the country. And to have a coach that believes in that, who can identify, you know, I look today, I've talked to some of my former teammates, you know, you, the way recruiting going today, I'd have never been recruited to the University of Nebraska, but it was Tom Osborne who had a specific type of player that they were looking for, and I think uh, Coach Rule also identifies talent that fits his culture, and he develops them, and I think that'll fit really well here. Trev, I asked Matt this question. We're in the Hawks, and there's some impressive numbers on the wall, national championship banners, but the reality is where we are right now. It's We're nowhere close to that. You have to merge that. Is that something we all as fans need to realize as well? Well, you know, I mentioned thanking the media and, and fans and donors for giving me the space to do a search. I, I think it's also, you're right. I mean, our fans and uh, need to give Matt and this new coaching staff the space to build this foundational program. I mean, we all aspire to those great things. And so we don't want anybody to say what they've lowered their standards. There's no lowering of our standards. The reality is, as he said during the press conference, is, you know, it's, we got, we got, we're literally like John Wooden say, we're, we're going to learn how to tie our shoes again. We're starting over. We're building the base foundation. We're not going to build it on sinking sand. We're not building it on, you know, we're going to build it on a firm foundation. And then we're going to slowly every day win the day. And I think if we do those foundational things, those championship habits things, eventually those types of things come. But you got to start with the boring stuff, which is hard work, physicality, toughness. You know, it's, and, and uh, that's what Matt believes in, and that's why he's here as our coach. What did you learn throughout this process? What, what will be your big takeaways? Uh, don't ever go through a major coaching search. Um, <laughs> it isn't very much fun, and I'm never doing it again. Uh, no, you know, I learned a lot. Um, you know, these are, you know, negotiations are hard. Um, you know, give and take. And uh, what, what made this particularly interesting is, you know, they're hard enough the way it is when you deal with a university and you have, you know, a client and, and an agent. What, what made this more challenging was there was a third component too, which was the Carolina Panthers. Mm -hmm. And everybody was great. I'm not, I'm not, you know, but when you have this tri-party deal that you're trying to get done that everybody can feel comfortable with and uh, feel comfortable with the risk of moving forward, 
um, I, I think uh, it was particularly challenging in this situation. But um, you know, you just, you just. I learned a lot about our staff. Um, you know, I was remote for two months. Nothing changed. Staff just jumped in. Look, look at what happened today. I didn't do any of this. Look at what you guys have done. This is beautiful. This is wonderful. Matt and his family are blown away. This is a, you know, I'm really proud of our athletic department, and uh, and my wife is still married to me, which is shocking <laughs> after two months. I'm gonna leave you with a little jab. You said two months ago you didn't want to hire a guy to win the press conference. Yeah. You failed. He won the press conference. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, what, I, what I meant was we weren't going to go out just to try to win the press conference, but I knew after talking to him um, that it wouldn't be very long. You know, not only was he the right fit, but he also had a great chance to win the press conference. But um, certainly wasn't the goal, but, yeah, it feels like a, a pretty incredible blessing that we were able to do both. So um, just looking forward to getting to work with him and, uh, and just so happy with Julie and the family. And it'll be a big transition. You know, there's going to be some bumpy days ahead of us. We need to recognize this, right? There's a lot of change. And, um, but we're going to have the courage to execute that change. And um, we're going to move forward together, as he mentioned. And we're going to do it in a unified manner. I got one more. Any right. uh, words of advice for how to keep a secret? Well, uh, you know, I, I did. Uh, it was really important to me based on I have a lot of respect for Coach Joseph and our staff and those players. And what I did not want to have happen is spend nine games and ha constantly have the coaching search thrown into their faces, right? It was hard enough on those young men the way it was. Right. And so I wanted to respect them. And so um, we went to some fairly significant lengths. And it wasn't trying to, you know, but I, it was out of respect for Mickey and our staff and also the coaches that we were talking to, you know, just physically cannot afford to have their names tied to, mm -hmm. to jobs. And so we wanted to respect that as well. And I also thought, you know, you know, coaches like Matt Rule are watching. And if there were constant leaks and chaos, you know, they would rightly say this is not a professionally run organization. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't want our process to preclude any interest of candidates based on our inability to run a clean and professional process. So uh, a lot of thinking and a lot of strategy. And like I said, my wife was pretty helpful in this process as well. How about that Iowa win? That was spectacular. And I told the team today, you know, I, I obviously was at the game, but I had to fly back immediately. I did not get to go down in the locker room and celebrate with them like I'd wanted to. But, you know, to see Mickey and that staff and those players get to enjoy that moment, for me, just felt so good. And yeah, I'm so proud of them, and, and uh, now we're moving forward together. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Thanks, Trev. Trev Alberts, Athletic Director for Nebraska. Well, that's going to put a wrap on our coverage here today. Pretty good day. We'll have a lot more tonight on Sports Sunday, but I think today was a win for Nebraska football and a good jump start into the future. Yeah, this is fun, and you mentioned it. I mean, just uh, killed the press conference. Matt Rule with what he said, but also, again, just the staff, and I did want to make sure, and, and I'm glad that Trev brought it up, but this has been planning, and we didn't know who the coach was going to be, but there's a, a big team of people that had everything ready to roll seamlessly from the stream. Our people back at Husker Vision, we got people in the cameras all over the place, you know, the balloons, the decorations, the chairs, the stage, everything. There was so much that went into this that wanted to really have that wow factor for when we announce the new head coach and so I, I'm with Trev I'm, I'm really in awe of how everybody worked together as a team the team behind the team right and, and came together to make this day an absolute win yeah thanks everybody at Husker Vision to Mike Elliott Tim Mohop and all of our crew back in our Huskers Radio Network studios sports highlight tonight a lot more get your reaction tonight as well for Jessica Cooney for Damon Benning I'm Greg Sharp enjoy the rest of your day